Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get strong, and you get healthy, and you look really fucking good naked, it'll last you a lifetime. It'll be sustainable. It'll be sustainable. That's what we're here to do today, people. And today's going to be a good fucking episode. I have a really good episode. Yeah, so I guess a quick context first. I was thinking about this before the show. I want to give you guys some back. I want to set the tone for today. I don't have a podcast title yet, so I'm hoping something will come to me while I record this. But the grocery store I go to is like a small chain-ish grocery store. It's called Mom's Organic Market. If I'm not mistaken, they're only in like the Northeast I think there's only like two dozen at most, maybe more. I don't actually know. I just know it's a smaller chain. There's only one in New Jersey. Um, I think there's one in Philly. So there's another one pretty close by to me. But for the most part, it's a small chain. It's not like Whole Foods where they're everywhere. And so the way the store is structured and designed is so fucking beautiful. And so let me walk you guys through this real fast. So just imagine you pull up to the grocery store with me and we're about to go do one of my favorite activities. We're about to go grocery shopping. I live for this shit. And so you walk into the store and there's only one entrance in and one entrance out. It's like the same door. It's one of the automatic doors, whatever. So you go in and the first section you're in is the produce section. So it's got all the fruits, the vegetables. This place has like everything too, everything. So all the produce right away. So you get your produce obviously the carts are outside so you grab that get your produce do your things and there's a bulk section right there too so if you want to get you know oats in bulk you could if you want to get like rice in bulk you could you can get they have little canisters that you could fill up with olive oil or you can make your own almond butter there so it's really cool it's a really awesome store and there's a little section for like naturally made hand soaps and all the things that you put in a glass container instead of a plastic one and then you move into like the beginning of the refrigerator section so there's like all of the meats the the fish the seafood the dairy all of the things there's some pre-made meals and so like on one side it's all of the meat dairy and fish on the other side it's like drinks like kombucha water all the things and then there's another set of refrigerators for like pre-made meals um some of the other dairies in there what else is in there so like protein bars stuff like that right so then you turn the corner and then there's more refrigerators and then it's like the bread section so all the breads are on the wall here and then there's more refrigerators where like the eggs are um milk plant-based options of all sorts okay so then you turn the corner again and there's like water there's a whole wall of what are they called chips and whatnot and then you go down the, the one aisle there's honey maple syrup agave stuff like that you can get some non-refrigerated plant milks there's cereals you turn the corner again it's like all the sauces all the things and then you go around so anyway my whole point about sharing all of what the store is structured is because there's more to it than that is it's like a setup like a maze it's so cool and so it's literally set up so you can flow throughout your grocery shopping experience and now that i'm thinking about it i do the same thing every single time i'm in there in the same exact order and i do not think twice about it i grab the same products at the same time but like if i went to whole foods because certain aisles may be packed and sometimes i park in one on one side and go in the other 
my routine is a little bit different. And so the way this store is structured is so cool because it literally gives the customer the experience that they're, that they can do the same thing over and over and over again. And it just flows. You don't have to worry about which aisle to go down or anything like that. And there are times where I occasionally forget something. And so I throw off everything because everybody's only moving in one direction. So you come in one way and then the outdoor is right next to the registers. It's so beautifully put together, this store. It's really cool. And so it reminded me of the, this concept called environmental design. And I think that's what it's called, that James Clear talked about in his book, Atomic Habits. So if you haven't read that book, a lot of the things I talk about when it comes to building habits really stems from that stuff. So you should absolutely go check us out. But there's like a, a double-edged sword to this I wanna talk about. Maybe not a double-edged sword. There's like a fork in the road that I wanna talk about this. Environmental design is this idea that we want to design our common uh, environments to serve us towards our goals. And so if you think about your living room for a moment, it's probably set up in some type of way where you have your seated area, your couches, whatever you got, facing your television. And that's because most people are going to sit down and watch television while they're watching TV, right? Um, or if you think about your dining room table, everybody's facing the front, the middle of the table. So you can sit down and have a conversation with one another and enjoy all the food that's being put out on the table. So the, the environment is designed in a specific way for, for a specific purpose. And so we wanna use the same concept for our health and fitness goals, just like the grocery store did so that you can flow through your grocery shopping experience effortlessly. You wanna do the same thing for yourself. You wanna design your environment to serve you towards your goals. So one of my the simplest things that I share all the time on Instagram, Facebook, all the places is to buy a lacrosse ball and leave it at your desk. If you're someone who deals with a lot of stiffness, having a lacrosse ball at your desk and just sitting on it is one of the easiest things you can do. Now you can also stand on it and you can do all kinds of things with it. And maybe one of these days I'm gonna make an Instagram video showing you all the things you can do with a lacrosse ball to help with mobility even while you're at work. Mm. Coffee, it's coffee time, coffee time. So. Of the crossbow and you just leave it at the desk, right? Because you want to design the environment to serve you towards your goals. And so, if we're trying to get rid of joint pain here, having a lacrosse ball or a tool like a lacrosse ball sitting at our desk is going to be very helpful. But we want to go beyond this, right? So, like if you are looking to get healthier, um, you want to design your environment at home to serve you towards that. So, a lot of people are trying to get more consistent with their nutrition, they're trying to prevent themselves from falling off track. Well, what kind of food do you have sitting around at home? And I know this is going to come up to somebody right now because there's little ones out there. There's people with little ones out there. And my question for all the parents and the grandparents out there is, is the junk food really going to be the best thing for the kids? I'm genuinely curious because that's usually the reason I hear for people having that type of food in the house. And that's cool. You can do that. But is it helping you? would be my first question. And then the second question is, um, is it tempting you more? And if it is tempting you more, then get it out of the house. Your kids or grandkids are ultimately going to benefit long term from you getting healthier and not feeding them that that's going to be a net positive for them, even if they can't necessarily see it right in the moment. And besides, there are actually a lot of brands out there that make much, 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 much cleaner versions of like of chips. I actually saw I think it was pretzels. It was pretzels at the grocery store the other day that were sprout, made sprouted wheat. And I was like, what? There was like three ingredients. I'm like, yo, this is progress. So it's definitely better than nothing. 
So you can find healthier alternatives for these things if you must have them. And at the same time, if you don't need them in the house, like if your kids or grandkids really don't need them, then get them out of the house. It's only gonna help everybody. It's only going to help everybody. So set up your environment to serve you towards your goals. So we wanna get some of the shitty food out of the house. And then then here comes the next one because people, um, I was talking to a friend about this over the weekend and she mentioned, you just, you, you gotta be human sometimes. And I'm like, so does it make me not human because I don't wanna stuff my face with shitty food? Now, this is my personal opinion. So this is always why I come back to the notion that everybody needs to define what health looks like for themselves. And at the same time, if you are not somebody who can handle having shit around in your house, get it out, get it out. I know if I kept bags of potato chips and ice cream in my house all the time, I would eat it all the time. Therefore, I do not leave it in my house. The only time I ever get it is when I know I'm gonna eat it right away, and that's it, and that's that, and that's the end of the story. No ifs, ands, or buts. I have boundaries that I have set up around things within my health and fitness, and I am and I am rigid with those. I do not budge. And you need to do the same thing for yourself. Come up with them for yourself. It doesn't have to be the same thing as me. Come up with rules for yourself when it comes to your health and fitness, and don't fucking budge. Okay. So we need to design our environment to serve us towards our goals. Get your kitchen in order. Get your kitchen in order. If you want to eat healthier, let your kitchen reflect that. So I keep coffee in the house because I like coffee. So we want to. We want to design our environments to serve us towards our goals. We want to design our environments to serve us towards our goals. And this means every environment you spend a lot of time in. Now, there are a lot of things that are out of our control. So if you're going to work and your boss is always buying pizza on Fridays for the squad, well, then you're just going to have to make sure that you bring your food and you set up boundaries or rules for yourself. Now, because in those instances, you can't really do much. There is the flip side to this though, because environmental design does play a role in more things than just the physical rooms that we spend our time in or the physical locations, right? You know, if, for example, if you like to stop, okay, so one of the things, this is my example, and this is something I used to experience. I used to, when I wasn't very healthy, I would stop on my way home from work and always get a monster. So I'd leave work at five o'clock at night and then I would drink a monster. No wonder I had a hard time sleeping. So anyway, I would stop and get a monster and I would drive out on the way home. But I passed like three Wawa's, a convenience store essentially, on my way home from work. And so I would always stop and I would always get one until I started to go a different way. So you can change the ways that you're going to work. So if you want to start going to the gym after work, make sure you pass the gym on the way home or go to a gym nearby, obviously. So the thing, your routines, you want to design your routines in such a way that it serves you towards your goals. Pass the gym on the way home. Pass the gym on the way home. So we want to design our rooms to serve us towards our goals, right? So like one of the things I do, okay, in my old apartment, I used to have a TV. I don't anymore. So that was intentional. In my old apartment though, when I had the TV, I had my foam roller, I had my bands, I had my lacrosse balls all next to the remote. That way when I was watching TV, I knew it was time to do mobility too. So I made a new association with relaxing, quote unquote relaxing by unwinding by watching TV. Whereas I would actually take tools and I would do some mobility work to actually relax my body. Relax the tissues, try to bring um, some elongation, some breath work into my body and release some of the tightness from the day. So I designed my environment to allow me to start doing more mobility work. Okay, if, if there's no lacrosse ball or foam roller out in sight, what's the likelihood that you're gonna grab it and start using it? 
But if it's sitting right next to your remote, what's the likelihood that you're gonna grab it and start using it? Way higher, way higher, way higher. Tell me I'm wrong. It's just like if the Cheez-Its are in the house, you're more likely to eat the Cheez-Its than if they weren't in the house. Am I right? So the more you can design your environments to serve you towards your goals more, the better off you're gonna be. And this does require, and I'm going to say this until the day I die, this does require a certain level of discomfort because you are going to start changing some of your habits and behaviors and your brain isn't gonna like that at first. You're gonna hear like weird thoughts pop up. Like, like you don't do this, you, can, you don't have to do this right now, it's okay. Because every time we start to change a little bit about ourselves, our brains are gonna go into chaos slightly because the human brain is designed to keep you safe. And what's safe is what you know. What's unknown is not safe. And so we want to sh- flip that shit on its head. We want to flip that shit on its head. So start to in, in shift your environment, design it in a way that will serve you towards your goals, specifically the rooms, your car rides, your car itself maybe. I don't know. Start putting your gym clothes in there. Just make sure you get them, take them out and wash them so you don't have an excuse to not – so you don't have an excuse to skip your workouts. Hmm. Another one, another one. Your phone, man, such a powerful tool. How often do you guys pick up your phone throughout the day? I'm really curious. How many times a day do you guys pick up your phone? If you had to count, I would say I'd probably pick mine up like 400 times. Sometimes I throw it. Like I'll, I'll be like, why am I picking my phone up? Throw it, phone up, and then I'll throw it. Just to prove a point to myself. <laughs> and so your phone's another powerful one. So whatever your screensaver is, you're going to see it however many times you pick it up throughout the day. Whether you are actively consciously looking at the image or the words or anything. So you can use that to your advantage too. Like put your goals as your background on your phone. Put your why, your purpose as your background on your phone so you never forget it. In the podcast I shared, actually I just uploaded it, but I shared, I talked yesterday about it. I talked a lot about consistency. How can you be more consistent? Well, one way is to start reminding yourself of your goals, your why, your purpose, what you're doing, the behaviors you have to do, the goals you have, your to-do list, these things. Like remind yourself. And your background on your phone is a really good reminder. Your alarm clock on your phone is a really good, helpful way to do that. A good reminder as well. Reminders. I think it's like a whole app. You're using a calendar. Using the calendar on your phone. God, there are so many good nuggets in this episode. I didn't even mean for this to go this way, guys. But set up your environment, all of your environments, to serve you towards your goals, your social media feed. Fuck all the people who deal with a lot of negative thoughts. I highly encourage you to pay close attention, very close attention, to the people on your social media feed and then the thoughts and feelings that show up as you're scrolling through social media. I'm going to say that again. To all the people who deal with negative thoughts, constant negative thoughts, they never stop and you spend time on social media. Do yourself a favor, pay close attention to the people that show up in your feed and what you're thinking and feeling about in the moment as you're scrolling through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is, and seeing those things. Because you could just be living in the same perpetual state of the same thinking and feeling every single day just because Instagram and Facebook will bring you right back to that. So if you get frustrated by politics and all you follow is political things, every day you're gonna hop on Twitter and Facebook and you're gonna see politics and be like, oh, what the fuck? Those damn liberals again, the fucking conservatives. And you're just gonna go repeat, repeat, repeat. Damn it, Trump sucks, I fucking hate him. You know, over and 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 over. Every single day, every single moment you pick up your phone and you go on social media. 
So get that shit out of here. Like seriously, how often do we really need to pay attention to politics anyway? This is not the reason I brought that up. It was just a good example. Start filling your social media page with things that serve you, that help you more, that maybe inspire you, encourage you, inform you. Social media is a very powerful tool if we use it well. But how many of you are following people that you knew from high school, from earlier in life, from your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, maybe your kids' kids, your kids' grandkids, your kids' friends' kids, and their kids' kids that were friends with your kids? All of these people that are so irrelevant. I can't tell you how many people I have unfollowed from high school because I simply do not care about all the kids that they're all having. I wish them nothing but the best. And so if you're someone who's from high school and we're still friends, I don't mean you, but what I do mean is all the people that are having kids and their kids are having kids and you're all getting married, that's so good. I'm so happy for you guys, like truly, but I don't care. I do not give a fuck what anybody else is doing. So I mostly follow like fitness stuff and movement stuff and nutrition stuff because I just want to keep learning. I'm like, I'm like, give me more information. Sometimes that's that's a thing, a whole thing, a whole another topic for a whole another day. But I design my social media feeds to give me things that I want. Sometimes it's a quote. Sometimes it's like a stoic quote and it's like right at the right time. I'm like, yes. You know, sometimes it's just like an inspirational like music soundtrack or some shit. So that's that's what YouTube's for. So design your environments, all of the environments, all the things that you do on a regular basis, all of the environments that you spend a lot of time in, whether it's or the on the digital a digital environment, whether it's a physical room you're in, whether it's a car drive, a routine, a store you go to. Like if you go to Whole Foods, I know it's a little bit more expensive versus like a traditional grocery store or a Walmart, you're gonna be more inclined to buy healthier foods because more people are buying that kind of stuff there. Which is gonna bring me to my last point here. Because the love, the loved ones that you surround yourself with, friends, family, all the like, you know, coworkers, you can only do so much about. But these people are in part of are a part of your environment. All the same, they are a part of your environment. And this is something that a lot of my clients struggle with: is getting their families on board to just support them. And so, I, I one thing I want to share with you guys is it's going to be really easy for you to be like, "Hey, husband, hey, wife, I just want your support through this. This is um, this is important to me. I want to invest in my health. I want to do the things." I just want your support. Perfect. Yes, no problem, honey. I got you. Claps her up, claps him up, big hug, a little smooch, problem solved, right? Probably not because you have there's you have been in a, a relationship, a program essentially with the person and maybe you guys like mess with each other over silly things, but now you're shifting gears. And so you're, they are going to need to adjust to you as you're adjusting to you. And so finding a good way to communicate that them is going to be important. So if you're really struggling and you really need their support, like really tell them that. If you can't go out to eat or you don't want to go out to eat because it tempts you too much or you feel like it's just it's not helpful for you right now as you're moving closer towards your health and fitness goals, tell them that like, hey, Joey, I really I want to go out and spend time with you because I like our alone time together. But working towards my health and fitness goals is really important right now. And I think we can spend a lot of good quality time together at home with a home-cooked meal. Do you mind if we just stay here? Or can we go to this place instead of that place? They have more options that, that I can choose from because McDonald's, it's great and all, but it just it isn't going to help me right now. And, and it's really tempting for me to get three Baconators, even though they're at Wendy's. I'm going to ask them for a McDonald's and et cetera. So you like if you ha you have to be willing to really open up to the people around you in order for them to understand what you're going through. You don't have to struggle 
and keep compromising yourself for them. You don't have to keep compromising yourself for them. I'm sure if your loved ones love you, they will understand. They will absolutely understand, but you have to communicate that to them. And so your friends and your family, the people you spend a lot of time with, really do need to understand to the depths of which you need their support. Not just saying you need their support, they can't read your mind. You have to let them know like, hey, I need your support. And here's what that means. No more eating out. No more fast food. No more DoorDash. Okay, we're going to cook all our meals. Would you be okay with doing that for me? Would you be okay with doing that with me? I would love your support in that way. You know, really communicate that shit to them. That's something like, you know, I talk a lot about, maybe not a lot, about the importance of community and having that support system. It really is important. And this is something that I slept on for so long. For some reason or another, I thought I wasn't that human. Go figure. I, I am. Go figure. And so when I actually gave up drinking, I remember the weekend I did it, I was hanging out with some of my old really good friends. And I just told them I wasn't drinking. I told them they could. So they drank the whole weekend. I was like, huh, that's interesting. I just kind of expected them not to. And so it taught me a lesson that like, okay, if I really, because looking back on it in that time period, I would have preferred they didn't drink at all around me. But I never communicated that to them. I just told them it was okay. And a, and a lot of us are going to take shit at face value. So when someone says like, hey, it's okay, there's a, how many, think about it for a second. How often do you take things at face value? Someone says like, hey, I'm okay, it's all right. And you just take them, for, take them at their word, right? So we need to be able to communicate the depth to which we need someone's support and what that means to them if they don't know what that means to them. So tell your friends, tell your family what you need from them. Again, if they love you, and I'm sure they do, they will support you. They will support you. So that's it. I mean, the your friends, your family, the loved ones, the people you spend your time with are, are in just, as mar, just as much a part of your environment as anything else. Just as much a part of your environment as anything else. And we're talking about physical environment here. We're talking about the social environment, the people that you are around, and the people that that really support you and that would be willing to make changes for themselves, probably for the better too, for you, with you. Maybe just with you is a better way to phrase that. So we're talking social environment. We're talking physical environment. We're talking um, digital environment, automobile environment. <laughs> So adjust your environments to set you up to win. Adjust your environments to give you a fighting chance. If the closest gym is 45 minutes away and you don't have access to any kind of equipment at your house, then go buy some. That way you have no excuse. If you want to go for a run, put the running shoes right by the door so that you don't have an excuse. All of my shoes sit right by the door. And there's only one way in my apartment, so it's really easy. But when I need something to go out in my car, I put it right on the steps so that when I leave the house, I don't miss it. It goes right in the same spot. I design my environment to serve me towards my goal. I know I will forget the jug of water. So when I, as soon as I empty it, I put it on the steps so that I don't forget it. So guys, design your environment, your social environment, your digital environment, your physical environment to serve you towards your goals. And if I, if I haven't made this one clear to you guys yet, I will right now. Get clarity around your goals. If you don't know what exactly it is that you want and why exactly it is that you want it, it's going to be really hard to get clear or to design your environments to serve you towards your goals because you don't have the clarity around. So clarity is king always. But then we want to design our environment to serve us towards our goals. So 
that's going to be it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you took anything from today's episode, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. I would really appreciate that. The schnitzel helps me more than you guys realize. Gives people context as to why they should listen to this show. And I will check you guys out in the next episode. Peace out, y'all.